0: I really thought it was going to be something big, Joe. That's my <laughs> when-
1: point. It, it wasn't
0: It wasn't <laughs> I mean- anything. And what's taking
1: up a lot of space when there could have been some news, but it's over. Uh, it's pretty
0: much over. <laughs> I thought they were going to talk about the absurdity of fill in the blank, you know, anything on a Global or national? No, that would have been better than this. (laughs) Some some dude's knee. Some goddamn three hundred
1: pound guy. His knee went out. Big effing deal.
0: Uh, He wears a piece too. He's got a toupee on. He—that's not a secret. He talks about it.
1: Yeah. Well, good for him.
0: He seems like a real nice fella.
1: That's fine. It's not a story.
0: Uh, how much time are you going to spend talking about the Grammys? Or the whole show or zero half the time, show?
2: Zero time. The Grammys. The Grammys.
0: I, th- I see a picture in your paper of Tay Tay. Uh, the. looks like she got an award there. She, Why
1: did uh, they well, drag well, out poor well, Joni Mitchell? Why would she oh, have? God, that was her?
0: wonderful. Are you crazy? Well,
1: no, it was, but it, well, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't hear it. To
1: stand up.
0: I saw a picture well, of, of her. Isn't she? Could, she uh, yeah. had, She's in one of those real old-fashioned wheelchairs from the 1800s. No, she was in an easy easy chair,
2: actually. Giant wheels (laughs) on the side. She was in an easy chair. (laughs) A wheelchair. I saw three things on the Grammys, all of which I wanted because people texted me. It was beautiful. So So they pushed her
0: out there in an office chair, John? Yeah,
2: she sang a song. She she more than sang a song, but I would expect that from this group, yes. Was she belted in so
0: she didn't fall flat on her into the management?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Miley Cyrus is a saucy yell.
2: I did not see Miley. I love her voice. Tusky. She's got a great voice. The records I've heard by her sound fine. Yeah. Nothing drastically awful. But I did not see her last night. Did she perform last night?
1: Oh, yeah. And Tay-Tay is uh, criticized because she didn't embrace her presenter, who happened to be Celine Dion. Well, I, did you... I think if you hugged her, she'd fall apart or something. Yeah. She, she's got the bad bones.
2: I did read that this morning, That yeah. uh, and there's about six pictures of her afterwards after yeah. she asked, giving her big hugs.
0: C- Celine? Yeah, yeah, yeah she must have the, a...
1: She got the brittle bone disease
0: so if you hug her. She might have a no-touch policy, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there was a kid, uh, a family running a house next to us in the summer when I was a kid, and he had that... What's that disease where you bleed real easily?
2: Hemophilia?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the kid get up. But I threw sand at him. He started bleeding. And uh, what? I didn't know. You, I mean, You we were killed just, him. No, we were just half <laughs> him around. And what uh, did I catch hell for that? I didn't know.
2: He killed the poor kid.
0: Joe, I don't want to depress you, but right now, the number one most popular story at your newspaper. Keith Marlar's knee. So not, not only did they F up and report it, but now our fellow citizens <laughs> have decided that that's the most read that's story beautiful. in your paper. Wow. <laughs> Precision. Precision,
3: Sioux Falls, and Renewal.
1: Wait a minute. Precision, Sioux Falls, and Renew.
3: Yes. Um, Maple Grove, Kenny. Yes, sir. I don't know when I'm supposed
1: to do renew. It's uh, they apparently are sponsoring this day in history. Should I lead into this day in history with renewal?
3: I think that's what you should do.
2: Or follow? It with no,
3: renewal. lead lead into it. Get the spot down and then just morph into this day that's that way it connects
1: now we got to find some sioux falls
3: coffee Su- so oh.
0: am i hearing that joe got the joe got the client
3: yes three times a week i have no idea
2: <laughs>
3: kenny, kenny did you put your
2: name bed. in the pool
0: well i've got wind blowing right it blows in one window through the room and out
2: the other window right through. i, I actually a very uh, passive aggressive said eh, if nobody else wants to do it i'll do it no, no, no. You guys uh, were i responded yeah. one I half st-
3: i need to replace all the windows of my
2: one half
0: second after i received the email <laughs> i said me 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 me. i waited I a day so Why bad you could power worry. a city with the wind blowing through my house.
3: <laughs> you got it because you're the one that doesn't need any windows.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> the guy oh. that doesn't drive the bus does the bus end. I think
1: we have a I think we have Marvin windows.
2: Should I say that Well, that's right? great oh, for a guy that's there.
0: about to endorse Anderson and he's on the on, he's the, on council. the
2: council. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's oh, awesome, excuse my Chief. Me. Excuse me for that. All right. um. As a matter of fact, the roommate has been asking me twice a week, Have you heard anything? Have you heard anything?
1: Well, I, I, you guys, you know that I always (laughs) defer to somebody else to do these. No, No, we're not not, blaming. We're not. not, No, (laughs) no,
0: it's it's always, it comes down to what the clients want. And if the clients want you, they get you. That's how it works.
1: Well, they should have chosen someone who needs the damn windows.
0: Well, the guy whose name is on the program, our fireworks commissioner,
1: Trump's. Our mayor.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, we ready? They must be a good company because they give a lot of money to their employees every year. Yes. Yeah, they, they do. do. That tells me Ooh. the product of the window must equal that, that charitable yeah. instinct. Anytime, Rook.
3: Okay, I am rolling.
1: Bradaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,239, uh, Fab Five, 2024. 51 degrees on this day in 2005 and 27 below on this day in 1979. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the East look Shore Look at the
0: serious look on Matthew's it's face. <laughs>
1: Rebers, Techn- and now, from the mayor's <laughs> office, <laughs> above the boathouse, on the East Shore of Spoon Lake. <laughs> it's Garage Lobson with run Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Mm. You know what? <laughs> I'll <While laughs> grab was off to a good start. <laughs> In the news well...
0: And of course, <laughs> four seconds of dead <laughs> air. There. They're
1: coming after our tires,
3: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And wait a minute! Wait a minute! Before you, before you jump into that, wow! Uh, let's, let's let let's let Tony finish. I'm sorry, and then, um <laughs> just so we all know, and it's uh, on the town council as well as the broadcast. Uh, only about six things that Reavers said will be all set for me and ready when I come in on Monday yeah. were, we're we're ready to go. I mean, the six were were completely messed up.
0: You should know that going in
3: with I him. I know. We're I don't good. know that he couldn't
1: be blamed, though, for the fact that all the computers were literally shut down.
3: No, it's it's that was not his fault. But yes. he told me, I'm just going to leave this on, and it wasn't.
1: I don't know what kind of characters sneak into the Garage Logic <laughs> podcast booth over the weekend. Gremlins. Yes. Gremlins. They're coming after our tires. You said that. What do you mean by that? Well, it caught my eye. Uh, there was a brief editorial in the Wall Street Journal today. By the way, John, did you ever read the Wall Street Journal about athletic brewing? I the, did the,
2: read that, yes. Boy, oh boy, yes. they got
1: it, they got a nice thing going there. Athletic Brewing. Uh, Some hedge fund guy (laughs) dropped out of being in the hedge fund business and said, I'm going to make a non-alcoholic beer that tastes like beer. And he did. And he got a front page story on the Wall Street Journal Saturday. In any event, this is today. Now the climateers want your tires. Uh, We have the uh, climate hysterians uh, are advocating a new bill in Washington state that would give regulators the ability to ban tires that create a drag on fuel efficiency. Now, do you know what, uh, what aspect of a tire could impact fuel efficiency?
0: I'm guessing the tread.
1: The depth of the tread. Right. And, of course, that results in safety. Uh, as the Wall Street Journal notes, even for these goofballs who have to take their Subaru Foresters up into the Cascade Mountains— you need uh, you need traction but apparently the deeper the tread the more you create a rolling resistance mm-hmm. somebody got out of bed one day and said <laughs> well we tried stoves we've tried light bulbs we're really trying to ruin and change people's lives what about tires what, See, what can we come up with on tires
0: did one of our side betray us and tell somebody what we already know is you were motorheads. We know what tires do, what different tread sizes do. So you know race slicks, uh, off-road tires, or did they just stumble on this by themselves? How did they find? No, this you out?
1: know what? I think of a good point. I think they were tipped off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, think sure. they
1: were tipped dun, off. Dun, dun. Yep. And they, some guy went to them and said, <clears throat> "Ever looked at tires?" Yeah. Uh. I have winter tires and summer tires.
0: Yep. And,
1: boy, do they make a difference.
0: Huge difference. Big, this big is so difference. much so that it, it hampers your performance by using winter tires in the summer. Don't do that. No, you can't. The deeper
1: yeah. the tread, the stronger and heavier the tire is. This means the car gets fewer miles per gallon, but it also means drivers will have a better grip on the road. The bill would cover all replacement tires for cars and light trucks weighing up to 10,000 pounds. The proposed legislation says the new standards may not adversely affect tire safety or tire longevity as demonstrated by the independent testing of wet grip or traction. Oh, you know what? I, I don't want to even finish this. The bill says adopting the new standards could result, get ready with the we don't know that, or today's environmental statistic that's pulled right out of somebody's butt.
0: The <laughs>
3: bill, Environmental
1: statistic. <laughs> the bill says adopting the new standards, quote, could result in an approximate cumulative reduction of 600 million gallons of gasoline.
3: <laughs> wow. Uh, we don't know that. And
1: 1,500 gigawatt hours of electricity between 2026 and 2035. That's assuming drivers buy into a program and don't take a Sunday road trip to Idaho or Oregon to buy their tires from dealers beyond (laughs) Washington state lines. Washington has a rare triple whammy here in a bill that would limit consumer options, make tires more expensive, and make drivers less safe. It underscores how progressives are using climate as an excuse to intervene in nearly every corner of the U.S. economy. That's because what they're up to has nothing to do with the temperature, has nothing to do with the environment, has nothing to do with any of that. It's their, it's, their, it's their disregard for capitalism that's under attack. Their attack on Western civilization is what this is about. And now these desperate fools would even have you be less safe with the tires on your car. And remember, they don't like people
0: ironically if you're going to drive to Spokane and then a little further east into Coeur d'Alene uh, how how do you get there joe well you go you go over a mountain pass <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's how many mountain peaks do we have in Washington state Quite you can see one of them from downtown seattle yep good
1: lord speaking of getting from one place to another how do you normally get from the twin cities to Rochester, Minnesota. I've driven it many times.
0: Yeah, I usually yeah. do it by car. Highway 52? Yeah, I do yeah. it by car. Nine out of ten get,
3: times I go there, it's by car.
0: You can
1: ten get on 61 ten, and... Uh, I've bus. landed in Rochester. Uh, I didn't want to. We did, for some reason, on the way back to Minneapolis. I don't remember the trip, or I don't remember how many years ago, but we landed in Rochester. Yeah, I wasn't briefed on Maybe there, some so uh, sheik you. had to get off and get a colonoscopy or something. Mm. I don't know. We're not the right spot. A group of local civic leaders is seeking $2 bucks from the Metropolitan Council to study the possibility of a Hyperloop vacuum tunnel that would take people between the Twin Cities and Rochester in 15 minutes. All right. It's a, it's, a, it's a technology that Elon Musk has been uh, toying with between what, Frisco and Los Angeles. He wants one of these. Uh, th- what, obviously what this is up to is linking the Twin Cities to the Mayo Clinic. Uh, I want to know the mayors of Edina and Plymouth and former Secretary of State Mark Ritchie are board members of something called Global Wellness Connections, and they want two and a half million bucks for a feasibility feasibility study of a hyperloop between Minneapolis, Saint Paul International Airport, and Rochester International Airport along Highway 52. It's a long story. It's in the Star Tribune. I I only have one observation about it, uh, and it occurred to me immediately. Why? Why do? Why does an unelected body have any power to grant your money to anybody? Good question. I don't understand that seriously. Why? Why does an unelected body? Uh, I'm not. I, I have no idea whether they'll approve this or not. But why does an elected? Why does an unelected body have any relationship to the the state's purse strings? They've already demonstrated they're terribly incompetent with money. They've completely fouled up the uh, uh, the uh, light rail line between Minneapolis and Eden Prairie. They have no, uh, they don't answer to anybody, apparently. They're appointed, and then they somehow find themselves, uh, just as apparently, in the business of being able to grant money to those who, who they deem appropriate to receive the money. Hmm. You don't have to
0: foghorn. Yeah, I don't <laughs> they have a lot of power besides money, too. They shut down the creamery yeah. in uh, Hastings. Um, yeah, well, them this, and-
1: this should end. Like the UN should end, and yeah. this should end. Yep. Well, you know, they came on board years ago for sewers. Well, we got the sewers. We got enough people who work for the state that can handle the sewers. Get rid of these people. Let's go. What why are good do they do? Why stories? are they
0: anything but an advisory board?
1: Why why even that?
0: Well, I don't disagree. You don't no have to yell UN, at me.
1: No Stop yelling counsel. at me. I agree.
3: <laughs> well, why?
0: Oh, wait. A hyperloop. Are you So, did you say 15 minutes? That's 15 like a, vacu- minutes. a vacuum tube at the bank. Right. Exactly. That's what a hyperloop is. Well, isn't it going to slosh all the blood in my my body to one side? Yeah, they got a way to do
2: that. Seven hundred miles an hour—that doesn't seem safe.
0: Okay, Mom.
2: They're not
1: in use. (laughs) They're not in use as a mode of passenger transportation anywhere in the world. (laughs) Well, hell, let's do it here. These these are on paper with the likes of Musk. Uh, They're on paper. Well, even the, the little naysayer.
2: drawing they have of it says the unproven technology. Right. So, <laughs> the naysayers, uh, what do the
1: naysayers say? They contend Nays. the technology is unrealistic. <laughs> and they say a train between the two cities would make more sense. Why even mm. that? What's
0: it take in a car, oh, 45 oh, oh, minutes? Oh, wait. I just figured it out when you said that. This is like negotiating a contract with Heyman. You tell him you can't show up to work for anything less than 250000 a year, and he'll give you what you really want. No, no, we can't do that, but we can do this. I'm, ah, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm staying out of that
3: conversation.
0: <laughs> I'm just talking to Matt. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Hey, man, <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah, I loved him, man. He changed my life. <laughs>
1: That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) The Met, the Interloop, not Interloop, the Hyperloop application will be vetted by the Met Council's Transportation Advisory Board. That's thirty-four members who make recommendations about federal funding for projects that improve mobility and safety, manage congestion, and improve air quality. Uh, This year. That board received 127 applications requesting 445 million in funding, oh, but only 250 million is available for distribution. A final decision on this application is expected this summer. I, I no nomad council. They don't have a right to spend my money. I didn't elect them. Although I haven't elected anybody. <laughs> Everyone I've voted for has is, is never won. So uh, my money's being spent by people that I've never voted for. And boy, can they go through it. So there you have it a hyperloop. What the hell? We need a hyperloop like a hole in the head. You want to know where else your money's being wasted? Let's Hi, know. everybody. How are you? <laughs> where are they wasting my money? Wasn't it a lonely weekend without the without the league?
2: Without the uh, football yes. league. <clears throat> yeah. enjoyed the weekend. Went out for a couple of yeah. walks. It was I, gorgeous I walked. Out. Didn't really notice it.
1: I even took an old British car out yesterday for a half hour. Nice. Hmm. I mean, it's just beautiful. We're going to pay for it.
3: Right. Somehow we're going to pay for this. And I must, uh, full disclosure, I did go to the uh, Torchlight Parade. Uh, it was well attended. Did the Volks win? Uh, they did again this year. They got a pretty good record. Good, uh, but to his credit, uh, Mayor Melvin Carter did have a slot in the parade. I'll be damned. So was um, he in a car, an electric car? Uh, he was. He was actually walking. There was walking. a car there, but I don't think it was electric. All right. Uh, I forgot what I was going to tell you. He
0: didn't have the wheelbarrow and the shovel so he could scoop up the cow and (laughs) horse poop that always ends up on the thoroughfare. Right? No,
3: No, he did not have. Well, politics—it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Minions. Minions. I was looking.
1: I was reading the uh, the back page of the Pioneer Press sports section every day. Is essentially the weather page. And they always have little trivial items. And uh, one of the, the the question today is, what was the largest snowfall in U.S. history? And it was 390 inches. Wow. In, uh, I I forget the name of the place in California, obviously up in the mountains, Uh, but it was 1909. uh, Because I'm sure what's going to happen tonight is that the, uh, the network newscasts, I wish they'd fade and influence. The network newscast will lead with the uh, mighty, mighty rainstorm that's hitting California. But you know what? It's all happened before. It's uh, the Pineapple Express and a bomb cyclone. Bomb.
2: The bomb Does cyclone. that mean I have to bomb. take it out of my news? I shouldn't no, use it. No, put it in your news. Put it I, in your news. I'm just kidding.
1: They were going to finish up the Pebble Beach Golf Tournament today, but they canceled it. And they huh. announced that Wyndham Clark was the winner after three rounds. They couldn't they couldn't get out there today and gotcha. blow away. Gotcha. But you know what? That's
3: you know, that's sometimes it rains and you play and finish, and sometimes it's you, you're, you know, they gotta <laughs> still it, man.
1: you know. Huh? Does that make sense? Huh? <laughs> A lot of immigration uh in the news. Sixty minutes lent itself to this controversy last night. I wish I would have known that. I would have watched it.
0: You can. I just watched it this morning. I just, suppose I uh, could
1: recapture it. Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah. Just Google "60 uh, Minutes" and the option will come up. And I was really hoping for a hard-hitting piece. I would call this the piece they did a primer. A primer is that the right word primer. for people? For people who have no clue, if you have uh, studied this issue or if you know about it uh, in depth, this probably won't make you happy. They seem to gently blame the united states for our system of allowing migrants in there wasn't a big blame but it just seemed like they were gently blaming us we don't appear to have much of a system no not at this border point um It's Well, they say the reason they're using this hole in the fence, this area... Well, why don't you
1: explain what that means? 60 miles east of San Diego, apparently uh, is almost the exclusive entry point for Chinese people.
0: Yeah, and it's just where the wall and the fence and everything ends on a hillside. They scramble up the hill right around the end of the wall, and boom, they're in. And no one's stopping them. No, as a matter of fact, there are border guards that are there watching... And helping, actually assisting.
1: I don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, and there's um, what do they call these uh, people? Invaders. Fish heads. Fish heads that, uh, for a price, like anywhere from two to four hundred dollars, they'll drive you right to the spot where you can get out of the car and scramble up the hill.
1: Well, now it turns out that nearly three dozen Democratic lawmakers. Have signed on to a bill that would make Minnesota a sanctuary state. Yeah. Uh, Representative Sandra Feist, DFL New Brighton, Senator Omar Fateh, DFL Minneapolis, will carry the bill. Hundreds of U.S. cities have declared themselves sanctuary cities, and 12 states have declared themselves sanctuary states. According to the Center for Immigration Studies, the bill is likely to draw fierce criticism from Republicans whose standard bearer, former President Trump, has made immigration a central focus of his campaign. Trump recently ordered Republicans in Washington to sabotage work they've done on a bipartisan measure to reduce illegal border crossings lest Joe Biden be able to campaign on a bipartisan solution. That's that's a deceptive way to look at this. I've been doing some reading on this so-called border bill and it it really isn't much. It it'll it still allows five thousand a day in, and then grants them hmm. uh, immunity from prosecution until their requests are heard in a immigration court. Five thousand a day. Well, what what bill? Is, what that's not much of anything. Right. Right. Moderate Democrats like uh, Angie Craig have been critical of Biden's immigration policies and chaos. Feist said the Minnesota bill incorporates all the best aspects of other states' bills while also addressing lessons learned. It's called the North Star Act. Senate file 2724 and House file 2680. It prohibits, you ready? It prohibits state and local agencies from cooperating with federal immigration officials to deport people.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Under the proposal, local and state agencies would not be able to collaborate with or share data with U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement to enforce immigration laws. Well, but could still do so to investigate criminal activity. We'll get to that. ICE regularly subpoenas local agencies for vast amounts of information," said Feist, who conveniently enough, by the way, is an immigration attorney. We don't want to waste our precious resources on enforcing a broken. Federal immigration system, Feist said, it's really a big priority for me this session because Trump has said he wants to marshal state and local resources to enact his immigration vision. And he said that vision includes rounding up immigrants and putting them in massive camps, including immigrants in the U.S. And this may be our last opportunity to pass a law like this would ins- that would ensure that the state of Minnesota is not complicit in that vision. A law would provide clarity and uniformity should a Trump administration pressure government officials to enforce the immigration law, Feist said. In other words, Feist does not want to enforce the immigration law. But here's my question. It's not surprising that the Democrats we've elected would wish for this to be a sanctuary state. That's, That's certainly in their agenda, their template, their playbook. What, how are you going to pay for it? Well, Does anyone ever think of that? No. How are you going to pay for this? It's what? already a financial strain in Chicago, for example, in New York. Right. So now you want to make you want to open the doors and, and, and express your virtue and tell the world how great you are. Who's
0: going to pay for it? Well, the answer, of course, is you and me. They don't worry about that, though. Yeah, I don't they're think they're worried the about it they're not worried about that at all
1: the uh, walls of course supports the law what why
0: why do they want to let them in when they know conditions for these people are going to be brutal
1: you can't handle one encampment over in South Minneapolis what 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 would this result in
0: and anytime you use the word camp uh, visions of misery pop up in my head mm-hmm no there's no kind of camp that's going to be pleasant for anybody
1: this is a priority for the dfl led legislature which starts next week
0: why a lot of people want to, a lot of people when i ask this question from- simply say because the democrats want the voters the, they look at these people and they think they're going to be voters
1: well here's how they intend to win this and i i predict they will what they're they they they're just tying trump to it they're saying right. we, we got to get out. Uh, we have to get ahead of Trump. We have to get out ahead of Trump, right. uh, who could uh, do something dastardly. Uh, and so they they say, well, to beat Trump, uh, which suggests to me they must anticipate him winning. We we need to act now to protect our neighbors from right wing prosecution. We don't. We we have in the in the uh, in in Mysterians people who we've already established the ways they don't like the country mm-hmm. and don't like the hardworking citizens of this country, but they it's to the point where they don't want this country to exist. Right. I don't know how they think they're going to pay for all their dreams and wishes when they at last succeed
0: on ruining everything, but
1: you're not going to have a country.
0: No, they're doing the work of the enemy. They're doing the bidding of the enemy of the United States. Democrats say they have a sense of urgency
1: when they have complete, while, so long as they have complete control of state government, and here they're using Trump, because Trump is the likely... GOP nominee. Trump has taken a hard line on immigration, promising mass deportations. We should take him at his word and act now to protect our neighbors from persecution by a right-wing federal government, said Omar (laughs)
0: Fateh, DFL, (laughs) Minneapolis. They could, in theory, use Trump for everything they want to pass. Everything. Everything.
1: Uh, John, you may weigh in. I'm sure you have some...
0: Negative
2: comments? No, I, I I have no comments. How's that?
0: Well, doesn't it seem, John, that the government is acting on behalf of our enemies? I I I think factor out of
2: it. That's strong and hyperbole, but I think the the, uh, it's government is not acting the way it should be on this issue. There's.
0: I think we need to, and I'm going to steal this quote from a guy. Um, I, I think we need to stop punishing ourselves for considering things that once seemed absolutely crazy. What was once insane is now reality.
2: Well, and that was
0: Brett Weinstein who said that. Well, Hennepin uh, County <laughs>
1: Attorney Mary Moriality and Sheriff DeWanna Witt say they support this. We want to do everything we can to support people who are victimized. So w- once again, you can, you can create an overlay here that explains everything. The oppressed and the oppressors. What, what? Yeah, victims. They're victims of themselves. By the mere fact that we were fortunate enough to have been born in the United States and work and raise families, we are oppressors. Period. Period. And we have managed to put in place, uh, at least in the DFL, people who are convinced that the oppressors must be punished and that the oppressed must be lifted up. No matter where they come from, no matter who they are, no matter what, even if they're a terrorist. You got that story? We got a terrorist loose in the uh, uh, ice confirms that... uh, uh, We've nabbed a terrorist in Minnesota who has roamed free for almost a year. Mm-hmm. I have that, but but getting back to this, t- do we have a country or don't we? And if if Minnesota will become a sanctuary state, which sounds wonderful, the word sanctuary, yeah, it's pretty, it's beautiful, it's calming, it's soothing. We're a sanctuary state. No, you
3: sound like George Carlin. The sanctuary
1: is where you change. <laughs> sanctuary. sanctuary is where you put on your vestments. Mm-hmm.
0: Green valleys, bubbling it's brooks, beautiful apple Except trees. Except one thing,
1: uh, DFL. You keep spe- You've already blown the surplus. You could have used a little of that money. Where's the money going to come from to take care of these people?
3: Because
1: these aren't people uh, who are going to jump right into the workforce.
0: Well. Uh, are they going to vote, though, Joe? Well, sure. Even if they're illegal, they'll be able. To well, vote. that's why they're allowed in, John.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, cowboy. Well, say something instead of well, the, uh, no. I find mock, that the mocking laugh. Well, that one was amusing. The voting thing, and and the the fact that you guys set this up like I disagree well, with you on all this is wrong, and you do it all the time, which really pisses me off. I don't so, blame
0: you for that. I, I yeah. think you're absolutely right about I'll, that, John. Part of it
2: just for fun. Well, um, really, really. Yeah, it's, maybe but, it's fun for you there, Mr. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I
3: think Joe, stayed, I'm, I'm Switzerland on this thank one, you, Danny. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well, I Joe, appreciate that. You're John has a good point about that. Um, yes.
0: about that. But, John, help help me figure out why this is being allowed and almost well, it shouldn't be
2: seemingly I, promoted. I, I, I agree it shouldn't be allowed, but I don't think I need to add my voice to what you guys are already saying, See, so would be the point. All right.
1: No, I understand. I just... Uh, do you add your voice to this? I don't know what the hell's going on.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with immigration. Certainly. I don't yeah, either. I, I, have I have no idea. No, I have no clue. I don't clue.
1: No, I don't know what the end game is.
0: Yeah. And nobody can come up with a real answer. It's, it's hi- hyperbole as we like. Hyper to say. Yeah. On both sides for the reasons it's, it's nobody can give me a sane reason. It's,
2: Oh, outrageous hyperbole. And it's just like, you know, when we talk about the new bill, I mean, that's going to get nothing going because both sides are so entrenched in what, you know, they have that it's, all it's going to be is six months of arguing, you know? Yeah. And, yep. and nothing will happen either way, I which if doesn't help will, anybody.
1: I wonder if this will compel people to continue to take a deeper look at Sioux Falls. Hmm. Sioux Falls, uh, maybe 2024 is the time to make a move. Uh, there's so many factors influence this decision, but how about this? Fewer taxes, less business regulation, higher profits. Sioux Falls is the place. They have got available buildings. They're build-ready sites. They got an orchestra. Oh, They got parks. They don't have It's safe. Any size company can make more money in the Sioux Falls area. Now, I feel awkward touting this. I'm a Minnesotan, but I don't blame Sioux Falls for for extending a welcoming hand. Look what you people are going through. Come on down. Check out SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Minnesota companies are, are thinking about this. There's short commutes there. There's safe streets. There's quality of life excellence. There's productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, fewer taxes, higher profits. Maybe 2024 is the time to make your move to Sioux Falls. I'll miss you, but I wouldn't blame you. You
2: could still listen in Sioux Falls.
1: You can yeah. listen to the podcast in Sioux Falls, can't you? That's a good point. Sioux Falls Development, one word, Sioux Falls Development. <laughs>
0: That story about the terrorist in Minnesota is—that's got to be two weeks old now. I can't find it in any of my old clippings. I got it dated Feb one. Oh,
1: that's it's older than
2: that. Last week I saw it first. Really? Yeah, but but you're right. It could be older. Who than am that. I getting it from?
1: John, even... John, you know perfectly well I'm giving you grief. For but months. it
0: doesn't. It comes it, off. Well, it, then um, I'll stop it. You know,
2: then I'll like, stop it. Yeah. yeah. It, it comes across sometimes, not all the time, as not playful. Let's put it that way. All right. Well, we want to be playful. And, and I, you know, only disagree with you guys about 30 to 40% of the time, not 50 or <laughs> <laughs> certain issues. I disagree with you guys on and I've just given up. So
0: i just don't understand the reason for the open i just it...
2: i gotta
1: to listen to this weinstein
0: podcast where he talks it's... about
1: the portable buildings being
0: moved for the chinese people. it's like the entire government is on the take and just being run by um i don't know pick any country that hates us china start there if you china.
2: want china
0: Switzerland would be a cool place to live. Oh, those people are the e- most evil of all the evil. Swiss? Oh my God! In bed with the Nazis, they in bed got dogs with the Russians,
1: with brandy. They're neck. they're the
0: most corrupt, evil people you would ever meet in
1: yeah, your life. Yeah, I guess I'm not
3: going there.
0: They are in bed with all that is evil.
3: All right, I gotta cut your mics. <clears throat> so I'm gonna put a promo in here, so hang tight.
1: Not a garage logic town council member.
0: Here's what you're missing.
1: Everybody's coming across as deadbeat and tired. Let's shake it up here. Everybody falling asleep?
0: Oh, yeah. I think yeah. getting sick. You are? I think
2: so. I feel mm-hmm. really awful. Yeah, I started. No, I'm did. glad
1: you're not in this room.
2: I started to go downhill Friday, and I just started feeling better this morning. Yesterday, I don't think I left my house.
3: No, I went to get Orange Juice. Oh, you did? Yeah, you left your house. Yep, I did. <laughs> that means you left your house. Is he here yet? Ooh, yeah. I don't think or was so. Was it you that turned the light on? Me, that was Joe. Are right, you ready? No. Yo. Just a minute. There he is. Yo. What's up? is the uh, were the granddaughters happy? Very. <laughs> We've
1: got a Cindy when she came on the field. Oh, it was smooching. And... <laughs> were there comments about her outfit? I can't remember, Chris. I, I bet there were. Her hair? You know what? I bet there were. Put her lipstick. Yeah, she's always got the Cupid doll thing going. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com.
0: Isn't the goal to convince people
1: to join the council? Yeah, I, that was. Uh, Why? I, I wouldn't spend 10 bucks to listen to that.
0: You couldn't pay me to join it after
2: I, listening to that. I, I, no. I thought it was just me and I looked Sorry, up and saw Kenny remembers. doing it.
0: <laughs> we got to. Who picked that? Is that Chris's fault? I don't know fault? who does
1: it. Uh, maybe Chris does it. I don't know.
2: Maybe uh, Ross. Roscoe. Roscoe? Is know. that your fault? I don't know.
3: He's going <laughs> to be shy now. All right. Uh, so we're good here. We're just going to come back with the bump, and we don't need anything from anybody. I'm going to say that. What's Kenny got today? Uh, Maple Grove, but not right now. Correct. All right. We'll probably do that the next break. All right. And let's get going. <laughs>
1: is not your mother the Joe Suchere show a member of this Somalia-based Al-Shabaab terrorist group was caught entering the US illegally in March of 2023 He was soon released into the country and roamed freely for nearly a year before he was arrested in Minnesota by ice last month according to an internal agency memo Ex, uh, obtained exclusively by DCNF. What is that? That's this website. And I'm sorry, I don't know what DCNF stands I for. Uh, I can say for uh, that for this individual within 20, within 48 hours, excuse me, of ICE becoming aware of his status is on the watch list. Within 48 hours, he was apprehended. Somebody is telling us. Uh, I don't know if I, what this story is. I don't know what this is. Uh, But anyway, if if it's just one guy, and he was here for a year, and he didn't commit any terrorism, I guess we got off all right, huh?
2: (laughs) Sure, sure, Joe. (laughs) Well, we're here,
1: and he he apparently didn't do anything uh, except bum around for a year, bumming cigarettes off people.
2: I have a different version of the story that uh, frightens me a little more. It's from KNSI. Yes. I don't know where that's at. That's a local radio station. (laughs) That's
3: St. Cloud, I think. Yeah, that's up by me, John. Uh, Uh, I
0: think our our own Nancy Fox worked there.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, It talks about Tom Emmer raising concerns, but the part that concerns me is on the third paragraph, it says, he was initially flagged as a member of the terror group, but federal officials wrongly determined that there had been an error. The terrorist screening center then corrected its mistake after he was in the wind. So they said he was a terrorist. Then they said, no, I guess not let him go. And then they had to run him down again after they uh, hey, wait, figured come out. Come, he back, was here, it come back here. Hang on.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That, uh, that part kind of. <laughs> so, me. Right.
3: Even,
0: even when we do catch people, we don't catch them. We roughly uh,
1: roughly 860,000 people evaded arrest and escaped into the U S without ever being apprehended by border patrol in fiscal year 2023. So among those 860,000, there may be terrorists. We don't know. Uh, we don't know how many terrorists have entered the country. Maybe maybe just this one guy, and he couldn't find any friends who were also terrorists, so he never did anything mean. He just gave up. He just kind of <laughs> sat around in the park and fed pigeons and tried to bum a cigarette off somebody, and finally they got to him.
0: So we're Okay got it. We're just okay. Um, I'm sorry that I'm asking this on the air. I should, I, I wish I would have known, but what did Obama do about the border situation? And even what did the Bush do before him? And what did, um what did Clinton do? That's do we a, know? Is this a problem? And is this border wide open simply because and this is so dumb, but I got to say it. it simply because Trump wanted to close it. Is that why is, is this a Trump versus Trump thing? Possibility. But I have a better question.
1: Cool. I've thought about this. I'd like to know what the border situation was. Let's just pick an arbitrary year in 1955. Yeah. Because okay. at the time there was no immigration crisis. In 1955. So whatever we were doing worked. Here's the problem. Whatever we were doing that worked, we stopped doing.
0: I'd like to see that updated every 10 years, too. Start with your date. Give me every decade. Pick a year.
1: I don't. Having grown up in this country, I never remember a border controversy until the last three or four years.
2: Uh, It's interesting that you picked 1955. I put that in the search engine just to, you know. Yes. Uh, In 1955, thousands of disoriented people roamed the city of Calexico, California. Uh, They apparently had been dumped there by American immigration officials. And uh, they rounded them all up. And I I, I probably shouldn't say this because it's definitely a racist name, but the operation was called Operation Wetback. I and see the, the biggest mass Jeez. deportation of undocumented workers in U.S. history, as many as 1.3 million people, may have been swept up in the campaign, which was designed to root out undocumented Mexicans from American society.
1: Really? Now, no. What did you type into your search uh, m- mechanism?
2: I put immigration. Let's see. What did I put? Uh, what was going on at the border in 1955? Well,
1: okay. Could, try, try, uh, try 1940. At some point, something worked. And whatever that was, we stopped doing it. See if you get one for 1940. I have no I have I I
2: um I have no uh whatever, no specific okay. things. Uh just uh the workload and accomplishments of the patrol remained fairly constant until 1940. That's the immigration border patrol. Uh because yeah it stuff in this country used to work.
1: I think the oppressors and the oppressed would say, those who, who now uh, view us through that lens, they they must think that the oppressors really had a handle on things and that the oppressed <laughs> remained oppressed. And then slowly but surely... The, the oppressed have risen in stature as, uh, as their defenders continue to uh, regard uh, everyone pretty much in this country as an oppressor. But whatever we used to do worked. And then at some point, we said, let's not do anything that works anymore. Let's turn it into complete chaos And there are those of us who wonder why such a thing would be done. I don't want it to be complete chaos.
0: While John's looking for that, I'm trying to answer my own question. And I'm seeing that the border, what they're calling the border crisis, um, really flamed up during the Obama administration. And he took a lot of steps to try to rectify that. Try Um, 1960, John. He recognized there was a crisis going on because we do know we do know for a
1: fact i don't believe this is at all racist or what's the word i want xenophobic or any of that bs we do know for a fact because we're all pretty much descended from them immigrants used to come to this country to become americans They relish the idea of becoming Americans. Now they come to this country to be Salvadorans. I'm just picking that name arbitrarily to become Salvadorans who just happen to live in America. And if you want to slip me a check, I'll take it. In
2: 1965, the Immigration and Naturalization Act was passed.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, The 65 law reserved 6% of visas for refugees. Well, this doesn't really affect the border. 10% for professional scientists and artists, 10% for needed workers, 74% for family members of naturalized U.S. citizens. But it doesn't say... It it sounds to me like,
1: it sounds to me like from George Washington until about 1955, what... We had a system that controlled the number. It was like a faucet. We could control the number of people entering based on how many of them were artists or doctors or how many workers were needed for the oppressors. (laughs) (laughs) Right? How many workers do the oppressors need this year? Well, we need 122,000 people to work in the fields and, Put roofs on houses. Okay, let's let in one hundred and twenty thousand, and then somehow that worked. But but that was the oppressors keeping their thumb on the oppressed with a system that let them in in dribs and drabbles, dri- dribs, whatever that term is, dribs and drabbles. Drabbles is not a word. Drabbles, whatever.
2: Drips <laughs> and,
1: yeah. really and drabs, based on how many workers the oppressors needed. And now we, our legislature, for example, is is so chock full of people alert to the idea that oppressors must be eliminated that whatever's happening at the border got turned on its ear. No more faucet. You you oppressors aren't going to determine how many people get in here. We're letting anybody in. We're letting everybody in because they've been victimized, and we're we hope in this country they discover some uh, sense of relief from that victimization. Never mind that their own countries are corrupt and rotten and uh, full of uh, dictators and whatever. Uh, that's not their fault. We should allow them here. I don't know how much trouble i May
0: I? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, John. I want to keep it on track here until I jump in.
2: I was just going to say uh, the immigration law, of 20 of 1924 limited the number of immigrants allowed entry into the U S and it was based on national origins quota that lasted until 1952, which basically the same thing happened, but they revised it just a bit. So at that point there was just a a number of who could come in and whatever
1: we were doing
2: worked Mm
0: -hmm. and don't global events, things that are happening in other countries around the world kind of drive The amount of people that we're taking in isn't that they they all flee to the united states no matter what year it may be sure okay so i found something to answer my claim and if you hate um well if you hate trump's view on the border and shutting it down that means you had to hate what barack obama also said quoting him we simply cannot allow people to pour into the united states undetected undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully to become immigrants in this country. The AP did a fact check on this, and they found it to be true and part of a bigger speech that uh, Obama was making at the time. And evidently, Trump agreed with this 100% during his run for office. Well... Let me
1: piggyback on that. When, when this worked, we knew who was coming into the country. I would say so, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Now that it point. doesn't work, we don't know who's coming into the country. So exacerbating this problem is, for all we know, many people who hate us and want to kill us are coming into the country. That hasn't happened Uh, Well, we're all uh, obviously uh, hoping that it doesn't, but we used to know who was coming into the country.
0: And that's why I found it so shocking after watching Brett's um, visit with Tucker Carlson and then watching uh, CBS 60 Minutes last night. A great number of them, Joe, are Chinese and they're Chinese people that are doing well in China or that were doing well until the pandemic hit there okay then why do they want to come to this country uh because they're going broke uh, because socialism isn't working in china because for communism
1: the aver- is a yeah. foul foul way to live. yeah it's
0: not working for the average citizen there yeah correct mother of god it's a it's yeah a- and we're sitting here like i said we're worried about uh tay tay and uh, the kansas city chiefs and every other stupid little thing that doesn't matter
1: my new garage door guy is the uh, the whole family, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekends. I think that's crucial. If you ever had a Sunday emergency and you called a garage door outfit, holy mackerel, uh, you get ready for a big bill. That is not true with my people, Garage Door Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They take care of everything from springs and rollers to the opener. And in the event you need a new door, they're your people. Pick the right door. They're looking for people. They're so successful. They're hiring and they have great benefits, great plans. They have such competence that people love to stay there. They're looking for garage door technicians, garage door installers, warehouse inventory people. Uh, They're good people. They're an equal opportunity employer. And uh, as I say, they take care of everything. They keep you informed. They say, hey, we're about a half hour out. Let's go. And then bang, bang, boom, you're there. And it gets all straightened out. Uh, It's a GL or own business at PrecisionDoormn.com. Put this telephone number in your contacts. Precision Door 612-263-6985. Or find out more and make your appointment online at PrecisionDoorMN.com, PrecisionDoorMN.com. You know, you and I get along a lot better in the same room when before in radio, you would do stuff to me because I couldn't get to you. I couldn't give you any signs or anything. Right. But now you're right here, and it's just working out a it's lot a better. a little
3: bit smoother is what you're saying. Yeah, before.
1: you'd play bus
0: horns and all
3: kinds <laughs> of stuff and
0: screw me up. And... Yeah. So if you two had to throw hands, who's walking out of there? Me. You sure about
3: that? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'm pretty spright.
0: I think Matthew would fight dirty from the get-go, yeah. from right away. Right, right there. Be- before you even got a chance to hit him, you'd be clutching your private well, parts you and bent what? over crying.
3: A-, a kick to the pair that will soon be Just at right Trump's away. place in Mar-a-Lago in formaldehyde. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joe would say, let's go, and he'd get a foot to the uh, swimsuit area.
1: You know, I took a lot of cardboard over to the recycling center yesterday on Como Avenue. That yeah. sounds like a fun day. Clothes. Close. I didn't know they were closed on Sundays.
3: It's Sunday. Sunday, the day of the Lord.
1: And they got cameras all over the place, so you don't dare dump it over the fence. Yeah, you'll, you'll <laughs> get
3: totally busted.
1: You're not one of them, are you? No, it no going, I'm not. Joe? So something? the CP's car remains full of cardboard.
0: Why, oh, um. why would you think they were going to be open on a Sunday?
2: Mine's but, open I, on Sunday. I Really? I've gone yeah. there before on a Sunday. I, yeah, I always Where do Sunday this? afternoons. Como
1: and Minnehaha right i'll be
3: okay yeah i know
1: western to right there you know boom huh gotcha well there it is um i had a uh, inkling for some action uh uh, like a movie with real uh, you know great stunts and action and car chases and stuff so i i paid 5.99 and rented i never seen one before mission impossible with Tom Cruise yeah
0: did you start at the beginning
1: the first one I don't know what it was called but it was horrible it was so dreadful uh the action was good but I had no earthly idea what the plot was or what they were too much sci-fi to do, and it it's just uh, crazy I didn't like it Mission Impossible and Jason Bourne there's a lot of running and a lot of fighting I like the Jason Bourne ones because I could at least understand those yeah, I'm too dumb for the Mission Impossible ones.
3: Yeah, just give me a couple of cowboys bellying up to the saloon with the <laughs> piano playing and the guy had the garter on. I can understand that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I, Matthew, I made it through the first four seasons of Mrs. Maisel, and now just one season left. Uh, can you believe this five. knucklehead
3: doesn't like it?
0: Uh, I love how Lenny Bruce figures in and out of the storyline yes. through the last four seasons. Did anyone try slow horses?
1: No, oh, I, I've just not only like it, I've started to buy the books by the guy who wrote the original Slow Horses. His name is Mick Heron. and they are some of the best buy books I've ever read.
0: I'm picturing a book with a lot of color pictures and
1: <laughs> nope, none. Maybe some artist wow. renderings. In fact, I wouldn't even recommend that you try it because you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to get through it. <laughs>
0: uh, boom nice. <laughs> Height, oh, that, was, that, like that might be the most hurtful thing yeah. you ever don't said don't even try kenny's big you words you finally wow. succeeded in
1: hurting my Some, feelings sometimes you got to go back two paragraphs to make sure you got to, you're on the right
0: track kind of sound it out yeah go to the thesaurus <laughs> start googling words wonderful stuff wonderful uh, stuff Mick Heron,
1: he's really good.
2: It's on Boy, I had no
1: idea. There's so many out there to discover, and not enough time. <laughs> There's never enough time.
0: You have the most pedestrian reading library of any person <laughs> I've ever here we met go. on the planet. I go. stole a book off your desk. That uh, is and all about. In
2: here is here to steal a book off your desk. Uh,
0: stolt. That's with a T,
2: John. Stolt. Yeah, you stole. stole.
0: Uh, and it. I don't remember stealing it, but I obviously did um, because it was in my computer bag called uh, It's All About Tow Boats, boats oh, yeah. that push barges yeah. around. I was going to read right. that one. I was wondering where it went. It <laughs> looks like a book that you would have um, you would have maybe published yourself on how to repair your 10-speed in the 70s. It's so simple that it's really
2: hard to read. <laughs> yeah, that one was in the box when I went through the box. I it's, passed it's, it up. I
0: love, I have learned a lot from it. But man, it is not an easy read. Right, a I'm lot ready. of fascinating things about those boats that I've always wondered about, and it's answered all my questions. But <laughs> are my we God. ready here, yeah, so we can shut <laughs> him up? I'm a oh, by a yeah. Seventh grader, are we so coming
1: wait. back with an ad? Wait, yeah, before yeah, we before we do that,
0: Whoa. yeah. Mm -hmm. You didn't answer the question. Is our border open now because Trump wants it closed? Is it that simple? I don't think so. All right. I think it's more complicated than that. It seems that simple to me. I'm a simpleton. Rook? Yep. uh, Do I break or no
3: during the news? Uh, Yeah, do that and throw that to uh, Kenneth Allen. Gotcha. You want to do it in the content? Sure, I can give it a shot. All right, uh, here we go. Stooge and then the Rook.
0: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores,
3: sifting through the
1: nuts and bolts of life. Joe
0: Souchero.
3: Yep. Nice job, Stooge. You know who else does a nice job? Zero Res. Zero Res does a great job. It is February. It is the month of love. And as Joe confessed to last show, he gets down on his hands and knees no, I never and have. pays homage to his carpet. I don't do that. Oh, it <laughs> wasn't you? No. It was somebody else. Okay. Well, regardless, if you want to do that, you can, but if it smells horrible or it's unsightly, then you get in touch with zero res and they will give your carpet the love it deserves. Carpet's one of your biggest investments in your home. And it's also your biggest air filter. So things get trapped in there. If you don't get your pr- carpet professionally cleaned, you're breathing unhealthy levels of nasty dirt, dander, bacteria, you get it. And you know, what's worse you're going to be stuck inside for a long time. So get in touch with zero Res. Lucky for you, this l- monthly love, you're going to get uh, a great treatment of your carpet. They're going to clean it, and they're going to be very professional about it. And if you don't, trust me, trust a 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews, and now, trust me, you're going to get a great deal. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119 and a free hallway. Dirt and dander in the air ducts takes 75 bucks off this month when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. But you got to tell them the Rook sent you. The Rook sent you in for love. Zero Res, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Or go online, ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the Rook special. Protect your employees and uh-huh. your customers by getting your businesses Zero Resified as well. The pros at Zero Res. <laughs> I'm passing, the next line I want to talk about, I'm just kidding, (laughs) 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z.
1: Where's Height?
2: Where'd John go? Where's Height?
3: Where is John? He's supposed to do the news. I I was
2: gone, but am I back? No. Uh, Can you hear me? Hi, John. It's
3: like you never left. Real
1: briefly, I want your guesses, because our guesses are as good as anybody that's a meteorologist, your guesses for the next two months. John Height, briefly. Uh, I believe yeah. it will
2: be uh, mild, but we'll have at least one storm involving snow. How's Kenny?
0: Uh, I think we're just going to get gobsmacked by snow. I'm not worried about the cold. It's the snow. It's going to hit us and
3: hit us hard. Rook? I think we'll have milder temperatures, and I think that will bring rain. I think our snow event, it's it's not coming. I'm. Uh, mine would be.
1: We're going cold, and we're going to have at least three snowstorms.
3: Oh, really? That's yep. what your gut tells you. that's my gut. Here's um, John Height.
0: According to the National Weather Service on Thursday, high near 48, breezy, chance of precipitation 80%, new um, precipitation amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. Rain likely overnight Thursday, chance of rain and snow on Friday. Serious question. I wonder if this is being
1: felt by the airline industry. For example, I've been looking at the temperatures in, say, San Diego or Palm Desert, California. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying whatever I would have to pay to fly there to gain 12 degrees. I'm not doing it.
3: Um but that—that's because you would have uh, you would be, more people are not spur of the moment travelers. Today no. I got a call at four fifty-five in the morning saying somebody called in and we needed people. So I went in this morning, and we had at the ten o'clock push over thirty-two hundred people. And was that? There's, wow. a, there's a, a quick push at like six. I guess my idea is silly. Uh, well, no, I think full, it makes sense. It was was just,
0: it spur of the moment, people, Matthew?
3: No, that's what I'm saying. Those were. Um, Planned vacation. Yeah. There might be some lately that people are going, Yeah, okay, but add on. But people are back from pre-COVID levels. Our Monday mornings are well, monstrous. I, I'm running
1: so, out of the window where I think I need to leave Minnesota for the winter because again, I'm not paying five hundred bucks and then a hotel and cars and food and everything but and green speed how, to gain twelve degrees.
0: How often uh how far in advance do you plan?
3: Uh, farther than this. I mean, a month, yeah. a week, uh, two months, maybe. But see, most families, you got school to worry about. you got budgets to worry about. So they're I ain't got no school. They're doing it six months out. Here's John Height. You know.
2: Thanks, Joe. This news brought to you by North American <laughs> <laughs> banking company. Thank you, Johnny. You're I welcome. told you it was supposed to be brief, but I <laughs> brief. screwed that up. Brief. Hey, Joe, how about them Grammys? Oh, sorry. Uh, I, just to get, I just wanted to get back at you. So. Whoops!
1: <laughs> I click to it occasionally, but it was it doesn't uh, do much for oh, me.
0: Yellers, off the air before we hooked up with uh, with the council. Joe says we're not talking Grammys, and then he <laughs> talked about the Grammys for the next ten. Right. Minutes. <laughs> you watched every minute last I did night, not. didn't you? I did come not. on, I
1: did
3: come not. on! I, had- I do
1: find Miley Cyrus a saucy little gal.
3: Saucy. Uh, she, you know what she did? She came back. Uh, she was in a tailspin. Well, and now she, ha- I think she's righted the ship.
1: A lot of, lot of goofballs on there. Here we go. Yeah. You
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in news for the second time this month, community members are invited to attend an event regarding the future of the site, which formerly held the third precinct in Minneapolis. The precinct, of course, burned down following the death of George Floyd in May of 2020. And now community members can give input on what they want to see happen with that site, as well as what public services or developments could be created. You do not need to register for this event, which will be held in person from 6 to 730 tonight at Squirrel House Arts, located at 3450 Snelling Avenue in Minneapolis and is being hosted by the Longfellow Community Council.
1: Well, in a sane world, you would have thrown five million bucks at it and you'd
2: be
0: back in it by now. Boom.
2: Metro Transit I, Safety. Sorry. I have an idea that they would love, Joe.
0: Hmm. Uh, we take, and we remember that sled that went down the hill a, a week or so ago with the fake flames coming out of the top of it, yep. of, uh, of a third precinct building. Oh. Let's, let's just put fake flames or maybe uh, gas-powered flames on the roof, take down the fence, and Just have it be a shrine.
1: A forever, just the eternal flame.
0: A forever shrine. The eternal flame. That's, yeah, that's a great idea.
2: Metro Transit safety remains a concern among some riders after a 27-year-old was shot while riding the light rail in St. Paul over the weekend. It happened Saturday night about 7:30 near the intersection of East 12th and Robert Street. The victim told St. Paul police he was robbed on the Green Line before the shooting. He's expected to recover from the injuries. St. Paul police say they are still searching for whoever's responsible for the shooting. Brothers Empowered founder Charles Kane said it's very unfortunate our team was out on the blue line yesterday and we can only be in one place at a time. Brothers Empowered is a community group, part of Metro Transit's Safety and Security Action Plan. They've been on the ground patrolling the light rail for months to trying to tour crime and offer resources Metro Transit also starting a new program to expand the number of community service officers available to ride transit. Metro Transit will give updates on their safety and security action plan later on this afternoon. Authorities say a man was shot by an officer in Wilmer. According to a social media post by the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, early Sunday afternoon, it happened during an altercation. Former police say officers called to the 300 block of 4th Street Southwest around 810 in the morning after a person called 911 to say someone had threatened him with a knife. When the officer got there, the victim was found outside, and while trying to get info from him, police say the suspect exited a nearby door and charged at the officer with a knife. Police say the officer tried to get away from the suspect, gave repeated commands, and then drew his gun. However, police add the suspect continued to advance and threaten the officer that resulted in the officer firing his gun. The suspect was hit, but he ran from the scene. The involved officer and others were able to take the suspect into custody, gave life-saving measures, according to police. Afterward, the police say the suspect was taken to care, Rice Memorial Hospital. The officer involved in the shooting treated at the scene for what are considered to be minor injuries. Star Tribune reporting, with the debut of a state rebate this week, Minnesotans who buy or lease electric or hybrid vehicles could get up to $10,000 off hey. the purchase price and combined government incentives.
1: Just obscene. I have to pay so you idiots buy an electric car.
2: Minnesota consumers purchasing or leasing new electric or hybrid vehicles could get a state rebate of up to $2,500. For used electric vehicles, the rebate up to $600. Vehicles must have been purchased or leased on or after May 25, 2023 and titled in Minnesota. New vehicles must have a base manufacturer's suggested retail price of $55,000 or less to qualify. Used vehicles have to have a purchase price of $25,000 or less. Now, you can combine this state rebate with the federal tax credit. Purchases of new EVs may qualify federally for up to $7,500. Used vehicles, $4,000. So all told, you're talking about 10000 or 4600 if, if you buy. If they're so good, why
1: vehicle. do you need this financial incentive? I want an incentive to buy a gas car.
0: When I buy mine, uh, on the rear spoiler, I'm going to write, I'm going to have it lettered, The Sooch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's February. Some golf courses in the metro are open for business. And with a golf club in Ramsey opening, a record setting four days ago, Rum River Hills Golf Club. Is that a nice track?
1: Never played there. Okay.
2: Rum River Hills Golf Club joins a number of courses in the metro to open in what's typically one of the coldest months of the year. Golfers start teeing up, uh, started teeing up on February 1st, which is the earliest opening date in a decade, according to assistant golf professional Haley Tallett. Tallett's already gotten a couple of rounds in herself and says Rum River Hills has been completely booked up. This whole past weekend, which is about 150 golfers a day, uh, they'll be open through Wednesday. Tall uh, let says they're betting that they'll also be having another opening day, a real one, in March. So, well, can exciting.
1: you get a tee in the ground? The ground's frozen. Mm-hmm.
2: It can't be good for the greens, can it? Well, they well, say apparently... you can't you can't do anything but walk. You can't use you carts. no carts. So, yeah,
3: uh, no greens, so you're probably playing winter golf. Uh, is it called Rum Hills?
2: Rum River. Rum Rum
1: River. River, River. they probably not terribly worried about the greens.
2: Well, I believe <laughs> no, no, no. I, I believe this is the uh, golf course that runs along Highway Ten up here. I think. I, I'm not gonna be held to that, but I'm so one that's treeless? Uh yeah, there's no trees. I don't trees.
1: think I I think you're wrong. And the only really? reason okay. I say that is I saw the story about this last night. It looked like a It looked like it
2: had plenty of trees. Huh. Okay. I guess I'm not sure then. But it's up in my neighborhood. I know that. Right. Why don't we uh, take a quick break here and see what Mr. Olson has to tell
0: us? (laughs) I want to talk about a product. Rarely can one product make such a vital difference in so many different kinds of engines. I'm talking about fossil fuel engines and seafoam motor treatment. And we're talking here from tiny little two stroke string trimmers all the way up to big honking. I don't know, what do you got, a quad track tractor, a dozer digger, anything like that. Seafoam motor treatment cleans and lubricates critical engine parts so your engine runs better and it lasts longer. It stabilizes the fuel and then it preserves ignition vapors. That means your engine starts a whole lot easier. If we're talking your daily driver, your car, your truck, whatever, dump in a gulp on the regular or dump in a whole can, a whole dang can once or twice a year and reap the benefits of Seafoam's preventive maintenance. It makes a vital difference and um, really improves the performance of our cylinders. The best thing is, it's available everywhere. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas, Seafoam.
3: And delete. All right, I'm going to do Welter here, and we can come back. Where is Europe? coming back truth justice and the suture well i'll tell you the truth um the weather is nice right now but regardless you need to make sure that you have all of those machines working in your house whether it cools your house or whether it heats your house they need to be working properly and the best way to do that kenny's talking about sea foam and And how that helps us, those engines. Well, that's just like a tune-up. That's what Welter Heating does. Welter Heating will look at your furnace, look at whatever your uh, air conditioning unit, maybe your air purification system, and they know how to fix it, how it should be running properly. So a lot of times, maybe you're thinking, well, it didn't make any noises last year, but they're not going to last forever. So be proactive and get in touch with Ray N. Welter Heating Company. Locally here in Minneapolis, serving the Twin Cities metro area. Phone number 612-825-6867. If this is the first time you're hearing this, they are 120 years of experience underneath their belt dealing with keeping people cool and comfortable or nice and toasty warm. They're online at welterheating.com. Four generations. Poke around their website. They want you to. They want you to know everything about them because they are Love Garage Logic and GLers that call and say, I think I need something work done here. 612-825-6867, or Joe looks at his watch at welterheating.com. 59,
2: 60. Yes. You're up. Did, did we start now? I, I yeah. wasn't yeah. here when work started. That oh, summer. I'm sorry. I All I, was, did, I, did the I wasn't already. sure what was going on. You're up. <laughs> in news and international news the new border bill as expected causing lots of conversation and you know name calling uh, exaggerated claims by both sides all the usual washington stuff here's parts of what the bill says it would make it more difficult for migrants to claim asylum would remove the courts from the appeals process putting those decisions in the hands of an internal review board it would provide about 20 billion bucks in border investments including hiring new asylum and border patrol officials expanding the capacity of detention facilities and increasing screenings for fentanyl and other illicit drugs. Uh, One of the most significant changes to a border policy would be the creation of a trigger that would effectively close the border to migrants to cross into the U.S. As Joe told you earlier, the trigger would be tripped if the average number of migrants encountered by border officials exceeded 5,000 over the course of a week or 8,500 on any given day. Encounters would have to fail a uh, fall, excuse Wait, me. Stop, fall. John. That didn't yes. make sense. Yeah,
1: five thousand a week or eighty five hundred a day. I thought it was like, five thousand a day.
2: It must be five thousand a day. Yeah. Why did yeah. I put a week there? Five thousand a day or eighty five hundred on any given day. Well, then are there two different triggers? Huh. Then? Five thousand. Plus, isn't eight.
1: there isn't there money in this bill for Ukraine, Gaza? Yep, I Israel. got that coming. Oh, okay. Yep, got
2: that coming here. Uh, the bill uh, would uh, let's see. The bill includes sixty point one billion dollars in military help for Ukraine, fourteen point one billion for security assistance to Israel, and ten billion in humanitarian aid for civilians of global crises, including Palestinians and Ukrainians. The fate of the measure, which has the backing of President Biden and Senate leaders in both parties, will turn on whether enough Republicans embrace its border security provisions. That's a long shot, given the opposition of former President Donald Trump and House leaders who quickly denounced it on Sunday night as a non-starter. Speaker Mike Johnson says he was not allowed to be part of the group that came up with the bill. But his Republican colleague, Senator James Langford, the conservative who helped write the bill, said that was not true. He said Johnson was offered the chance to take part in the talks on the bill, but declined to do so. It's not known exactly how long all of this uh, voting and talking will take, but uh, it's coming up slowly but surely. The Iran-backed Houthi uh, rebels are vowing a wave of joint U.S.-British retaliatory strikes, and they say that will not pass without response and punishment as the Israeli-Hamas war teetered on the brink of a far broader and more deadly regional conflict. U.S. and British forces hit 36 rebel targets on Saturday, one day after targeting 85 sites linked to the other Iran-backed militant group in Syria and Iraq. Uh, as Joe talked about, Californians having some weather, deadly and extreme atmospheric river overtook California into uh, Saturday into Monday, causing record rainfall, heavy snow, high winds, which knocked out power to nearly a million people while snarling traffic. Uh, in the mountains, they had a wind gust of 162 Ooh. miles an hour. <laughs> That was at, on the peak of Ward Mountain, 10,820 feet up. At lower elevations, winds not as extreme, obviously. We're unusually high, though, hitting trees, knocking out power to about 900,000 customers. Governor Gavin Newsom declared a state of emergency for eight California counties, including Los Angeles and San Diego.
1: be tough to drive in that wind, wouldn't it,
0: John? Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Up in yeah the mountains. We
1: ain't going to smell it with this wind.
0: Oh. <laughs> Did we you? Have, yeah. You said Ward Mountain, John. Did you give yes, the uh, coordinates of that? I did not. Nope. It's northeast of Fresno. Okay. Okay,
1: thank you south, for
0: that. South of Mammoth
2: Lakes. Oh, thank you. That's great. Uh, uh, d- <laughs> <laughs> Death starting in the music world. Wayne Kramer, founder and guitarist of MC5, really? oh. uh, died on Friday as the, uh, Musical salvos of that band against all things establishment made them a house band of sorts for the radical left in the late sixties and early seventies helped sent the template for punk rock. He was 75 years old. Apparently he had, according to his wife, pancreatic cancer, the heart of the sound of the MC five formed in Lincoln park, Michigan in 1965. It was the twin guitar attack of Kramer and Fred Sonic Smith. Their first album was their most popular. It was called kick out the jams. That song, uh, uh, as you know, was followed by another word when they sang it. It was recorded live at the Grand Ballroom in Detroit in the fall of '68, and actually climbed to number 30 on the Billboard Top 200, uh, 200 chart. After the band dissolved in a haze of drug addiction and money woes, Kramer began to sell drugs, fence stolen goods, and burglarize homes. In 1975, he was arrested on drug charges, sentenced to four years in prison. After his release, he returned to performing and recording both as a solo artist and with a variety of bands. And uh, actually, put out a couple of really good solo albums in the 1990s into the 2000s. Very good rock and roll albums. Uh, 75. I can't remember if I said that. He was 75 years old. Mm-hmm. Aston Barrett, bass.
1: We just lost John. He completely froze up. I wonder if John's still talking or did he just have a, a Deagle Mitch McConnell? Maybe
3: he's silent. <laughs> Yeah. Look at him! He went Mitch McConnell. I think he went, he, he went McConnell. Full, full bore, Mitch.
1: Yeah, he's bitching it.
0: John, wake up! John, are John. you Mitching it? John,
1: look at that!
2: Say something. Oh, Hello. The there oh, he oh, there is. he is. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Mitch. We quick thought he went Mitch McConnell no, on quick I don't know what keeps <laughs> happening here. It looks like yeah. I'm getting
1: thrown off. Yep. He did it again. Yeah. Somebody take him by the elbow. Get him back into the commissary. <laughs> what? Get what? him some water. <laughs> Now you're back, John. <laughs> now I'm back, doctor okay.
0: says you're going to be okay. Yeah.
1: You're going to be okay. <laughs> Follow my finger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers first came to fame as a linebacker for the Oakland Raiders, moved on to uh, being a movie star. He was Apollo Creed in the Rocky films, has died. He was 76. His family said in the statement he died peacefully in his sleep. They gave no cause. Tributes poured into social media over the weekend, from actors who had worked with him, including Jesse Ventura, who was on the screen with Weathers in the film Predator. That's right.
0: Was that your second or
2: third um, obituary? That was my third. What was your second? We missed your second. The the bass player for Bob Marley, The Whalers. What was his name? Aston, Aston Barrett. Barrett. He was 77. He uh, he died. He's a good
0: player, man. Some of those lines are just, oh, just some of those bass yeah. lines drive the entire song.
2: They're they're the thing you remember the most about a lot of yeah. those Bob
0: Marley songs. If it's you're like, not yeah. into Bob Marley, the first one you need to buy, and you don't need to buy any other album than the one called Babylon by Bus. Mm-hmm. It's a live performance, and it is unbelievable. Yeah, that's just great. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Telling you joe and music it's just yeah it's hopeless it's hopeless at this point
0: even now. my mom loves it joe she everybody loves, Bob loves marley Bob marley, marley was
2: dreadful <laughs> okay. Now, now, okay, he's just fishing. Okay. now he's just fishing
0: not biting on that one
2: former fox news host tucker carlson has been filmed visiting moscow in recent days as rumors swirl over whether he plans to interview President Vladimir Putin. Pictures of the person media personality in the Russian capital first emerged over the weekend when he was seen attending a concert at the Bolshoi Theater. A reporter from the pro-Kremlin newspaper Izvestia caught up with Carlson on Monday, asked him about his trip to Russia. He said, I just wanted to see Moscow. I've read so much about it. It appears to be doing very well. The Izvestia reporter appeared to have secretly recorded the interaction. It was not immediately clear if Carlson was aware that he was on camera. When asked whether he planned to interview Putin, Carlson responded with just, we'll see. The conservative pundit told Swiss media in September he planned to interview Putin, but the U.S. government had been stopping him from doing so. Carlson has spoken favorably about the Russian leader, both before and after the invasion of Ukraine, while also criticizing Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, along with Kiev's Western allies. The Kremlin on Monday declined to comment on the possibility of Carlson interviewing Putin, telling reporters it has nothing to announce. At this moment. Well, criminals in Alabama have been known to steal just about anything church flower pots, giant fish, statues, to name just a few things. Thieves in Walker County may have topped them all. On Friday, Brett Elmore, owner of the WJLX radio station, took to social media and announced someone had made off with a 200 foot tall radio tower from a site in Jasper. Elmore added his building on the property also was ransacked and that every single piece of equipment inside was stolen, too. While detectives took the report Friday, it's unknown when the theft actually happened, as the tower, as often happens with radio towers, is located at a separate site from the station itself. According to the Jasper Police Department, that has basically nothing around it but the small building in the tower. It seems unlikely no one noticed a radio tower rolling down the road, according to the police department there. And anyone with any info is asking them to call the Jasper Police Department.
1: You know, the bigger the item you steal, the harder it is to pull off the 48-hour rule. <laughs> so true. You know, like a, a radio tower. Yep. A, are a, you? That, that would be noticed. It's
3: been sitting there forever.
1: You can't just say, are you kidding? It's been here since August. Right.
0: You know, a tank. No, right. right, a Are tank. you... <laughs> Are you saying that to your spouse or you're saying that to uh, Johnny Law? I'm saying that to the general public. The harder, the bigger
1: the thing you steal, the more likely it is you can't get away with the 48-hour
0: rule. Right you? there. Yeah. That is some serious brain work Thank on you. your part. Thank
2: you. Good job. <laughs> Thank you,
1: John. Wow. You're
2: welcome. All right. How about those Grammys, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> may, I, may I add to John's newscast? Go right ahead. We are in for an invasion of cicadas. We're done. Oh, with, we're done with
3: breaks. So. I've
0: read about this.
1: Uh, billions of the bugs will appear in parts of the eastern U.S. when Brood 13 and Brood 19 both arrive in the same year. Oh. Brood 19. uh What's cicada. Your favorite brood. 19, oh, okay. the cicadas in Brood 19 emerge from the ground uh, once every 13 years, while those in Brood 13 emerge once every 17 years. In some places, both the 13-year cicadas and the 17-year cicadas will come crawling out of the earth at the same time. Wow! The last time these two specific broods emerged was 1803. Wow. So it's going to be tough okay. to blame this on climate change. Got it. When Thomas Jefferson was president, that's according to Gene Kritzke, professor emeritus of biology at Mount St. Joseph university in Cincinnati. When it happens in your neck of the woods, it's like having a David Attenborough special in your backyard. Whoa. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah,
0: I love the sound of cicadas. No. Are you, have you lost your mind? This that's, is that's in their white noise. It's wonderful. Listen, I love Catholic. Them. This is what's referred to as a plague in the Bible. (laughs) This isn't some pleasant, you know, sit on the porch and listen to the sound effects. This is these things crawling inside of your clothes and your house and your vehicle. You can't use your windshield wiper to get them off because they smoosh and smear. This this is biblical. This is one of the signs of the apocalypse. It's fun for entomologists. (laughs) What
1: is this now? I got that. I got that.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, than. okay. They don't get as far as Minnesota. Oh, We're too far goodness. north oh, to get periodical really? cicadas. Okay. All
0: right. We just cicadas. get normal
3: cicadas. Yeah. Uh, but we don't cicadas. get the, cicadas. I mean, the ones that are in the ground all the time, are cicadas, they? I ain't, cicada. I ain't seen them. Yeah, I ain't seen them.
1: Cicada, cicada. They're all what you can get them. They're out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were a couple of years in the late 1800s where they ate entire crops.
1: Well, I, I didn't know I was going to be met with just derision. I, I
0: well, it it's not derision. It's it's fright.
1: Oh, I'm
2: scared. Oh, oh, I forgot yes. one story. May I add it? I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, because I know you're a Royals guy, uh, and they announced this morning King Charles is facing a health battle. He has cancer. I remember, no. he he underwent the prostate thing last month.
1: Yeah, so they found some uh, cancer. They huh? found
2: some cancer, and so uh, they're going to obviously treat it, and they didn't say anything about the severity. Nice. The pepper. guy
1: got to be king for about three weeks. Oh, Who goes next? One, uh, who's the chick that's got the abdominal problem? Kate. Kate, what's wrong with her, I
3: wonder? They didn't release
0: oh. that. Is she, she the one in California?
3: No, that's no. Megan. No, that's okay. Megan.
0: That's the one you don't She's like. She's
3: married to the future. Team. She's the
1: Yoko Ono of the royal family. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Somebody turn off her microphone. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Sorry. Uh, let me tell you something. The uh, This day in history from the traveling Lymans has become so popular mm-hmm. that it's now sponsored. What It's sponsored by Renewal by Anderson, probably the best window company in the country, if not the world. And if you need windows or doors, you better go to a company you can trust. Here's why I think that Renewal by Anderson must be one hell of a country. They do really amazing, what did I say? Country. Company. They do amazing uh, profit sharing.
3: Uh, yeah, and GPS. I don't think you can, yeah.
1: seriously. I don't think you can get away with that unless your product is equal to that. Does that make sense? I, I know. In other saying. words, you're not going to share profits. You're turning out bad windows because right. you're not going to have any profits to share. Right. So it's renewal by Anderson. You can get year-round comfort. These are uh, custom fit to build perfectly. Acclaim replacement windows are precision manufactured to within one-sixteenth of your opening for a weather-tight fit. Without any drafts, Kenny, you got wind blowing through your house that could power an electrical facility.
0: Yeah, you could power a small city with the wind blowing through my upstairs. Whether you need windows, patio doors, entry
1: doors, Renewal by Anderson has the best products and the best service, and you can certainly learn more at RenewalByAnderson.com and give it a backslash. Okay. And say Garage Logic or give Renewal by Anderson. I think it's Stillwater Company. I believe so. And it's the best windows. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with these windows. Yeah. Uh, call Renewal by Anderson at 651 705 6931. And uh, on this day is brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. What day is this? Well, it's only because they come to us. There's been a change now. Oh, okay. They're We're not. No, they're no longer in Las Vegas. Well, we are now at in Henderson, Nevada. In Henderson, mm. Nevada, uh, and it's so a suburb. Yeah, <laughs> and they have. Uh, he they sent a photo. They got a pool there. They're at uh, the DeVagio in Henderson, Nevada, where uh, resting up before they resume their world travels. And it was on this day,
3: February fifth,
1: in nineteen twenty four hundred years ago. Forty-one iron ore miners drowned or were fatally buried in mud. That's a tough way to go. Seven more escaped by climbing a ladder during the Milford Mine Disaster, which occurred north of Crosby on the Cuyuna Range, when a nearby lake suddenly emptied into an unground mining operation. A county inspector who had visited the mine the week before the accident later stated that every precaution had been taken and the flooding was unavoidable. I have more on that because it's so extraordinary. Uh, 48 miners were finishing up their shift on Feb 5, 1924, at the Milford Mine near Crosby when a mine shaft about 170 feet underground collapsed. Only seven of the men remade it to, made it to the surface. It remains the worst mining disaster in Minnesota history. Hmm. The uh, Cuyuna Iron Range Heritage Network plans to commemorate the tragedy with an event at 7 p.m. tonight at Crosby Ironton High School. The site of that disaster was only four miles north of Crosby. It's now listed on the National Register of Historic Sites, Crow Wing County created the Milford Mine Memorial Park, dedicated to the miners who perished. It was completed in 2017, and that park is now going to expand with walking trails, interpretive signs, and boardwalks, and will open this summer. I'm looking at a picture of some of the miners here. Look at this, Rook. Look at these guys. Oh, yeah.
2: They're uh, road hard and put that away all of a way to go. You right? want to hear a horrible stat from that? I was just yeah. reading a yeah. story about yeah. it. 38. 38 of the 41 miners who drowned were married, leaving behind more than 80 children. Wow. Ugh. Wow. Uff, that's horrible. Horrible. Jeez.
1: And finally, on this day.
3: February 5th, 2024.
1: In 2002, the Shakopee Meadowankton Sioux community purchased the Lone Pine Golf Course, allowing it to host the Minnesota Indian Gaming Association's annual golf, golf tournament and the shakopee medic Sioux Sioux Community Tournament that year. The course was later renamed the Meadows at Mystic Lake. That's a nice track. And that's all Minnesota. That mining disaster is enough for this date. February 5th, 19... 19- 24. Thank you GLers.
3: GLers, a true thank you to you. And just a quick reminder, we're going to be at the golf show on Friday. Friday we will do the show at Minneapolis Convention Center. We hope by hopefully you'll come by. Get some of your golf attire, maybe get some new clubs, but more importantly, sit there like morons watching us do the show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding of course. We invite you we're to come by. Horror. Yeah, we're in the moron. We're like in the, the zoo. Uh, I can't get enough of Garage Logic. Join the thousands of jailers that, who found us on I, YouTube.
0: You didn't you can't explain yourself out of that one, man. No, nope. you really can't. No, nope.
3: you just I, <laughs> when the, when the heat got on, I dug myself a hole in the kitchen. We're <laughs> trying to feed my family he put food yes, on you my did. family. Yep. Uh search for a uh, search, search for Garage Logic on YouTube. <laughs> All you have to do is just sign up. It's free. That's the Garage Logic Podcast on YouTube. You too.
0: You guys went in that Henry Ford Cave, didn't you? Below the Ford plant. Yep. I don't know if I'd be able to do that.
1: Uh, it it was cool. Didn't bother me, and I'm I I would be a candidate to not do that, but it didn't bother me.
0: I have no interest in caves and underground tunnels. Well, it was
1: and... man-made. It was a tunnel. It wasn't a cave.
0: Yeah, but it didn't have concrete walls, right? And uh, nice fake ceilings. And...
1: It was pretty well built.
0: I mean, if you disguise it as a hallway, I'm okay. You <laughs> but know the I... story
1: behind it, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a brilliant move that he never actually saw to fruition, but it was enough to get him the prices on the railroad that he wanted.
1: Well, he didn't ship cars, but he, what Henry Ford was able to do was drop Model T straight down into this tunnel, but, then wheel them down to the river and take pictures of them being yeah. loaded on a boat. And that was his way to get the railroad to back off their price mm. increases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. I can't imagine how much he spent.
1: Yeah. I don't think he cared. He quite was quite a so, bluff. Yeah. He was so then, angry at the railroad.
0: Well, he was angry at prices. everybody, including his own family. I mean, you almost had to point a gun at his head. To get them to go from the Model T to the model A. Yep. And God forbid you put a different color than black on that thing. He was a real jackass.
1: Were model A's only available in black? Because you see them
0: restored in a variety of colors. I'm pretty sure they were all black. Um was it wasn't it Oldsmobile that first offered the well, different I colors.
1: wonder what he, I wonder why. I wonder why. I Well, I
0: because he was right and everybody else was wrong.
1: Yeah, but why black? I like black oh, cars. But they're hard know, it's hard to keep clean. Probably,
0: probably because it was cheaper.
1: Maybe. Well, I'm just waiting for you, Rook, and then Ross oh, going to duck in here.
2: Do you uh, want some stories, Rook? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, before <laughs> I forget, next Wednesday I will not be here. This Wednesday,
1: none of us will be here. Oh, really? We have Wednesday off? Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay, so I won't be here two Wednesdays in a row then. Uh, Go ahead, Joe, Joe.
1: Even tires might be injurious.
3: Oh, how fucking precious is that?
1: To the climate.
3: Even tires might be...
1: Injurious, not hard to spell. I am uh,
3: injurious. Why don't you
0: hang up on the council? I need to
3: talk to you guys. Even tires might be injurious to the climate. Got it.
1: Uh, At one point, our border system must have worked, period. Why did we stop doing what worked, question mark?
3: Why did we stop doing
1: what worked?
3: Question mark.
1: Got it. Uh, Met Council is being asked for money to study a hyperloop. Just make that one word. Okay. Between Minneapolis and Rochester. Period. Is Roycey there? Yes. Why does the Met Council get to dish out money? Question mark. No, he's in Florida.
3: That's what I thought. Why does the Met Council
1: get to dish out money? No, make it. Why does the unelected Met Council get to dish out money? Question mark. Got it. Okay, that's it. John Height. Uh, I don't know if you're supposed to call Pat or uh, a- or R- Ross is.
0: Tell. Uh, tell Ross to look at his phone. I just sent him a text. Ross,
1: look at your phone. 140. 140. Kenny just sent you something. Yep, I just replied to him. <laughs> I'm just trying to let <laughs> you guys high and dry.
0: Tell him to shut his mouth. We're on the council.
3: What's
1: 140 mean? Uh, what's, I, so the the time was on it was on his watch. It
3: said 140. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, John.
2: Yeah, sir. Yeah, sir.
1: He said I'll get Pat on the horn and we can do a quick one yeah.
3: so you can get out of here. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Matthew. Yeah. I We're uh, Council, I'm under some stress right now, so I do have to <laughs> shut this down so I can get this going. I got a 2 o'clock Zoom. Oops. Bye, guys. Thank you and stream and stream.